Hi Legends! Welcome back to the Legend Element podcast. My name is Marketa and I'm bringing you a new episode of our podcast about everyday heroes amongst us. If you like to support Legend Element, you can do so by buying our hand-printed organic t-shirts on legendelement.com or head to patreon.com slash legendelement and become our patron that we know you like what we are doing. The legend of this episode is Agata Dobrinska, an oceanographer, marine biologist, athlete and owner of Love to Kite, a project which is empowering women in extreme sports. Today we are going to talk to Agi about her successful project Love to Kite. Hi Agi, thanks for joining our Legend Element podcast and we are greeting you to Melbourne. Hi Marketa, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Agi, I know you are originally coming from Poland and now you are located in Melbourne in Australia. How is everything looking with you over there? I know Melbourne is still under quite tough quarantine because of the COVID-19, right? Yes, um, yes, we are still locked down and uh, we are hoping that the situation is going to change in one week. But yeah, so far it's uh, it's been pretty tough. But I'm I'm very lucky because um, I live in San Kilda, which is located just one three minutes walk from the beach from the kite spot. So we are still allowed to kite surf, and the wind direction it's getting good because the summer it's heating. So uh, yesterday we had actually a very lovely session. So I, I can't really complain. Our lockdown, it's not that tough as it was in Europe, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we are, we are really waiting to be able to go to surf and to go farther than five kilometers because at the moment we are just allowed to go five kilometers away from our homes. So uh, yeah, that's why I think I'm very lucky to live so close to the beach and to the kite spot because I can still go to kite surf. So that's the most important thing for me. We can hear that you are a very passionate kite surfer, but I know you are a very passionate traveler too. How did you get here to us in Australia? Oh yes, um, so I always wanted to visit this country, this big island, uh, kite surf and surf paradise, because uh, yeah, my life has been always connected to the water. And as you mentioned, I'm a marine biologist as well. So um, this place, it's been always on my back at least. And um, like two years ago, I have decided that it's finally a time to, to check this place. And I came here last year. Um, I started from Queensland. I lived in Noosa and then I moved to Melbourne for my marine bi- biology projects. Uh, so that was last November and I kind of got stuck in here <laughs> for the last year. So I didn't plan it to stay here in Melbourne for such a long time, but it happened. And uh, yeah, I kind of, I, I'm fine. I mean, like, I really like this place. I've got everything what I need here. So, uh, so yeah, I, but anyway, I can't wait when we can travel again and to go to WA, which is still on my, on my least places to visit and explore more of this beautiful country. So yeah, looking forward to the next week, hopefully. 
Yeah, WA Western Australia is so beautiful. You will love the chilled atmosphere and especially great wind conditions for kitesurfing, I promise. Aggie, as I mentioned at the beginning, you are an athlete. You are a very experienced and skilled kitesurfer and actually also a freestyle coach. Tell us a bit about your journey. How did you start it with kitesurfing? What brought you in? So yeah, it's a funny story and actually everyone are asking me about it. And um, so um, I have started actually with the winter sports. I've been always a mountain girl and uh, I started snowboarding very long time ago. Um, I'm from Gdańsk, so it's um, on the north of Poland, so by the Baltic Sea, so it's my home spot. Uh, so then like me and all my friends, we've been snowboarding for a very long time. and. Um, when it was the summer, we had to do something with ourselves. <laughs> so uh, we were like, yeah, why, why not kitesurfing? Let's try, let's give it a go. And um, yeah, we did so. And I absolutely fell in love. And uh, yeah, here I am, kitesurfing for the last 80 years, chasing the wind around the globe. And uh, yeah, I can't imagine my life without kitesurfing at the moment. This passion to kiting brought you later to start a very interesting project called Love to Kite, which is empowering women in extreme sports. What was the reason you have started Love to Kite? What is the story behind it? Why women only? Basically, I started this project because um, I know that the women market is growing. A lot of women, they want to start their adventure with kite surfing and extreme sports but sometimes they don't have uh, support and they don't know how to do so um so my project is all about empowering them to give it a go or to push their limits to reach their goals if they already kite surfing i'm i absolutely believe that women can be as good as men in this sport there is a there is no reason why we can't be as good so we are very fast learners women can achieve all their goals in extreme sports. So we just sometimes need like different approach and we need more time and more passion and that's okay. So that's why like my project, it's all about like giving them support. It's been born from women for women. So this project, it's always going to be just for women and, uh, and all my sponsors, they are really supporting this project because they know that yeah, women market is really growing. We are really growing and we want to do it. We want to be as good as men and we don't want to be forgotten here in this industry. So kitesurfing, it's a very beautiful sport. You don't have to be very strong. You don't have to be really athlete to do so. You just need a passion for water wind and nature basically kite surfing brings you so close to nature that this is like hard to explain it's just mm. the feeling that surfing gives you it's amazing so yeah so my project has been always just for women and it will be forever just for women under love to kite you are organizing retreats or camps how you call it do you take on board also absolute beginners or experienced women only so my retreats are for all levels, um, from, from beginners to advanced riders for, to unhook tricks. Um, 
I always have a two groups at my retreats. So uh, I'm always traveling with, uh, with another girl who is helping me out with the beginner group and I'm, I'm coaching the freestyle group. So at the beginning, we always have a meeting all together. We set up our goals. Uh, I want to get to know um, girls who are coming to the retreat. So that's why places are always limited. Uh, there is never more than 10 women because uh, I want to keep it, keep the group small to really get to know them and to really know their goals. And I'm trying to help them to achieve them. And mostly it is really working. So at the end of the retreat, we have another meeting and we are pointing out all the goals that they have achieved. And this is like really, it really hard to explain how happy I am when they are actually getting their goals done and uh, they can set up a new ones. Aggie, what is the best part of your retreats? And what is the hard one for you? I believe it must be hard to organize everything. So um, the, best, the best part, it's obviously bringing all like-minded women together and see them progressing and making lifetime friends. But yeah, as you said, it's not always easy to organize everything. Um, I'm organizing everything from the scratch. So from the accommodation to... Uh, to airport transfers. So I'm always there and uh, I never leave my camps without me being there. So I take care of everything. Sometimes, yeah, it is um, kind of, at the beginning it was stressful. Now it is not stressful anymore because I always come back to the same places. And I know the place, I know the hotels, I know the spots. So um, I've been doing it for the last four years so it's been a while and uh, now everything is actually uh, pretty easy for me so I'm really self-confident in organizing my my retreats at the beginning yeah it was um, it was very stressful but at the same time uh, when you see all these women like having a blast and rocking on the water it pays off so now I'm just enjoying my time actually with my girls during the retreats. Are you having any companions who are helping you out with the organization? Who do you have in your team, Aggie? Yeah, I do. I do have. Uh, so uh, like I mentioned before, I always have a um, girl who is helping me out with a beginner group and a yoga. So, uh, and a photographer, um, she's also a girl. So we are all girls. All my team is just girls. There is never like a guy instructor. It has to be like from the scratch, everything from women for women. Uh, so yeah, I do have my team who is traveling with me. And, um, and at the end of the retreat, we are all like always like a lifetime friends. So After the retreat, you will never travel alone again, basically. Besides the adventure sports, your camps are connected also to yoga. What does yoga mean to you? Uh, so yoga, it's um, the best way to kickstart your day. That's for sure. But it is also like very good, um, very good exercise after being on the water for a long time because you can really stretch and... Uh, You can really relax your muscles, your sore muscles. So I really love to do yoga after my long session, especially when it's a freestyle session, when I 
when I crash a lot as well. So yeah, that's why my retreats are also connected with uh, with yoga from 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 the beginning, from the first retreat I have organized. It's been always connected to yoga. Mm -hmm. All right. And how do you choose your destinations for your retreats? I'm actually very picky with destinations because um, I've been traveling the world for the last eight years and um, I'm always choosing the spots which I really like. Basically, my retreats are always taking place on my favorite destinations. So uh, where the water is really flat, the wind conditions are perfect and it's warm because I really love bikini sessions. That's my favorite. Well, now after four years, we are mostly coming back to the same places. I still have a few destinations that I want to bring girls to. Uh, but of course, because of COVID, we have to wait a little bit for any destinations. So, um, so far, I'm always taking my girls to the spots that I, I really like to kite on and which are perfect for beginners and a freestyle, freestyle lovers. So, uh, so yeah, that's how I choose the spots after 80 years. I already know a little bit about the spots around the world. So that's pretty easy also for me to know which spots are good for what. What destinations do you plan for the next year, Aggie? So uh, next year, uh, we're going to start actually with snow kiting because um, I also organize a snow kiting uh, retreats, which is like an ultimate adventure. This is like amazing snow kiting. It's uh, something completely different than, than kiting. It gives you so much freedom. I personally, I really love snow kiting. It's the feeling that it gives you. It's just amazing and yeah, hard to describe. So we start in 2021 with snow kiting in Norway um, in March. And then we're going to go to Sicily, which is uh, actually the spot where everything has started. I have organized my first retreat in Sicily three, four years ago. Uh, so we're going to be there in May. And this spot, it's really beautiful and really good for kitesurfing. The water, the lagoon, it's so flat and the wind, it's just perfect plus Italian food and good wine. So this is like mm. uh, absolutely one of my favorite destinations. And um, then we're going to go to the kite safari in Egypt, uh, which I absolutely love spending a time on the boat with all like-minded women. It's just mind-blowing. It's so good. And you literally speed on, uh, sleep on the spot. So you can open your window and check the wind conditions from your bed, which is amazing. And Egypt can offer so much more than just kiting. Uh, even snorkeling and swimming with dolphins, it's just amazing. Um, then we're going to go to Sri Lanka. Uh, so Sri Lanka, it's absolutely the top of my on the top of my list as well. Uh, Sri Lanka offers like, the best bikini sessions it's so warm and the lagoon it's really big as well the wind it's blowing every day and uh, the last destination for 2021 so far uh, it's going to be Dakla uh, we've been in Dakla so many times already and uh, yeah Dakla delivers goods so the lagoon it's also like very flat and butter flat uh, the wind it's very good until sunset so we always have the best sunset sessions in Dakla uh, so yeah that's so far everything for 2021 
uh, let's see how everything goes with um, with this craziness. Um, but let's hope like all the trips gonna happen. Well, I truly believe that they will happen. So um, so yeah, I hope to see you too in next next year. That would be really awesome. Fingers crossed. Let's hope 2021 will be a bit kinder to us. Agi, if I will decide to join your trip, what can I expect? What is the daily schedule? We start our day with yoga. Obviously, we have a breakfast together. We talk about our um, about our goals for the day. Um, then we go for a yoga. And we also always have like two sessions a day. Then we have a um, empower uh, empowerment uh, meetings. So we always talk about everything what we want to achieve and not just kiting also like in our lives and what brought us here and uh, why we choose kite surfing uh so this is uh, this is like the m- most things you can basically yeah accept like look for if you if you come to our retreats so the most important it's empowering and uh, kite surfing so that's the two things that are absolutely the most important during my retreats great so where can we find more information about your retreats and your project love to kite could you tell to our listeners your website and your social media contact yes sure so um i'm very active on social media as as me as uh, agata dobrzeinska and also as love to kite so i'm working on instagram and facebook and you can also check our website um, lovetokite.com uh, so these are the most channels that i use so you can just have a look at our website check all our uh, retreats for the next year choose the best one for yourself and i hope to to see you and have you on board in 2021 Agi, kitesurfing is a wind sport and I would say it can be tricky to guarantee good wind conditions. What do you do if there is no wind? Do you have some backup plan if there is no wind during your trips? So, um, I, as I mentioned, I'm very picky in choosing the spots and destinations. So, uh, I always have a backup plan for that. Uh, in Dakla, for example, we have a cable park. So, instead of kiting, we go to the cable. Uh, in egypt when there is no wind one day it's actually perfect because then we can go explore underwater world so we always have like a snorkeling equipment on our boat uh so we can just go swim with dolphins and uh, check the most beautiful coral reef there's always a plan b for that and mostly the destination that i'm choosing i'm quite sure that it's windy like six days on seven days or seven on seven like Dakla never fails for example basically um, um, we are covered even on no windy days there's always so much things to do beautiful Agi would you like to send some message to our listeners yes I would like to um, tell to all women that if they want to try kite surfing it's the best time to do so it's never too late and this sport it's just very beautiful and you're gonna love it just give it a try if you don't like it you can quit at any point but i'm very self-confident on saying that that you're gonna love it 
if you are already kiting, just come and share with us your experience and learn new tricks, learn new things. Uh, set up your goals and uh, we're going to help you to, to reach them. And there is always so much to learn. Kitesurfing is such a beautiful sport that there is always a lot of things to learn. So, yeah, even if you are a beginner or advanced rider, I wish to have you on board. And uh, I really hope that we can kite together. We can spend some time on the water and out of the water. And, uh, yeah, just come and join us. You will see what I'm talking about. Agi, thank you very much. Today in our Legend Element podcast, we were talking to Agata Dobrinska about her project Love to Kite, which is empowering women in extreme sports. Agi, we are Legend Element, so I would like to ask you, who is your legend you know in person and why? Yeah, that's a very good question. And I have to say that I had such a big problem to answer to this question, honestly. <laughs> um, I was really thinking a lot about this question and uh, who is actually my legend and uh, who had a really big impact on my life. And uh, it might sound silly, but uh, at the end, I just, I just couldn't like think about other answer than my parents. So my parents are the legend, basically. I would never be here where I am at the moment without their support and without them believing in me and motivate me, even though when I sometimes had doubts if I'm doing the good things, uh, they were always supporting me and uh, they were always there for me. So I think and I wish that we all have legends like that in our lives. Agi, thank you very much again for the interview. And big thanks belongs also to our listeners. If you like to support what we do, you can do so by buying our hand-printed organic t-shirts on legendelement.com or head to patreon.com and become our patron and discover more about extra content of our episodes. Thank you and subscribe to our next episodes about everyday heroes amongst us. Mm-hmm.